Hey there, Ravens flock. Welcome back to Baltimore Talk, the weekly podcast giving you a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Propes, and I'll be bringing you everything you miss, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. Now, before I dive into everything and get started, I know a lot of you are probably wondering, oh, Anthony, how come you didn't have a week 12 recap or an episode 12 for that game? Well, folks, I'm here to tell you that, unfortunately, during that game, I did not get the chance to watch because I had a passing in my family. And I'm not going to go into detail about it because that's not what we're here for. But that is the reason why I did not have an episode come out last week and why there is going to be a gap in between weeks 11 to 13 from that game. And even though he was not a fan from now on and going forward, this podcast here on Baltimore Talk will be dedicated to my uncle, Scott. May he rest. And now, with that out of the way, and with that being said, it is time to recap the Baltimore Ravens game against the Denver Broncos. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's it's going to be a short episode. It's going to be like week one, week two. It's not going to be a long one because honestly, I, I don't really have much to say. I have more criticisms like everybody else than I do information on how well the game went because I'm going to be honest the game it was not a Baltimore Ravens game that game was not played by a Baltimore Ravens team that was not handled by a Baltimore Ravens defense or offense things were all over the board the offense was not on point the defense was not on point we were giving up yards we were giving up too much of this too much of that so with that being said I'm not going to make it a huge long episode because I will always have love for the Baltimore Ravens. Never doubt that. I will always be Ravens fan through and through. I even got a Baltimore Ravens tree skirt for my Christmas tree in my bedroom for my favorite team. But I have to say that this this game was way too low score, lower than the last time we had a low scoring game. And we won by the skin of our teeth. I'm going to be honest with you. And I've seen all the comments, I've seen all the press conferences of people talking about Greg Roman and how bad he's doing this year and that he should be fired. I don't see that. Yes, did he make some iffy calls and make some bad judgment? Yes, I will say that. But I don't think he should be gone. I think he should stay through and through because Greg Roman, he is a great coach and he's great all the way. But with all that being said, let's get into some of the I don't want to say standout moments, but we'll get into some of the bigger things here. Starting in the first quarter, we won the coin toss and we chose to defer, which was a step up in quality over last week because we won last week, but chose to receive, which makes no sense because Baltimore never elects to receive, but that's a whole separate moniker and a whole separate issue. But again, now that we're on the field and we're giving it up to the Denver Broncos, They go for the first two downs and get stopped on the first one after only a gain of three. Then on second and seven, they get the first. Then they gain seven on first and ten, stop shy of the first. And our former Baltimore Raven, Lactavius Murray, this man is on the Denver Broncos. And man, was he tearing it up and showing why he shouldn't have left Baltimore. And I agree. He shouldn't have left. Lactavius Murray was a beast yesterday. And granted... Denver still lost. He was ripping up M&T Bank Stadium. He was ripping up that field. And I I don't even know what to say about it. I don't even know. I don't have words for the 
absolute, I would probably say domination he put on this field and on this team. But he really was, he was the odds on favor yesterday for that off, for the offense for the Denver Broncos because he was putting up yards. So when he went for it, he got it on third and one. Then on first and 10, Patrick Queen, he gets a good stop after three yards. Second and six, they convert again. Marlon Humphrey on another stop. It's now second and seven. Then Roquan Smith, he gets a stop. Then on the third and five, right after that, Patrick Queen, he gets a beautiful stop in the backfield, pushing Denver to get a 52-yard field goal. And that's what started off this gravy train of downhill disappointment I'm going to be honest with you because things were not looking in Baltimore's favor yeah we can trail every once in a while but this was this was not it folks I'm going to be honest this was not Baltimore Ravens football this was just this was something else and this was it is what it is I won't lie everybody gets ahead by a field goal or two in the first quarter things get done weird things get handled awkwardly but this was just one of those times where things were not handled okay and granted yeah they can just get things done the way they do but this was this was a uh this was an iffy sight to see I'm going to be honest with you but with all that being said we moved to Baltimore's First set of drives and first set of downs, and I'm going to be honest, not pretty. So on our first and 10, it's only a handoff for a yard. And they and then this next play on second and nine, it's a screen pass for a gain of four, both to Justice Hill, who he was doing pretty well, but things were, they were, again, shaky, rough, little iffy. Third and five, it's incomplete to Mark Andrews, and we punt the ball away. Next one, it's... Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton, he's back on defense. He's our great safety, and he gets things done and gets a stop. And I'm just going to be honest, after going through all this, both Smith and Matabike get two big stops on second and six and third and one, forcing Denver to punt again. Then it's first and ten. Lamar, he decided to take it himself for a gain of nine. Then it's second and one. Gus the Bus Edwards, he comes through, gets the first down. Then on this next set, first and ten, Lamar sacked. And I'm going to be honest. Our weak side ends, they were not holding their blocks as long as they should have. Things were kind of rough, kind of iffy on that. And I'm going to be honest, I was not happy about it because I was watching this game via NFL Sunday Ticket, and it was not it. Things things were not it yesterday. So it uh, it was not a good first quarter, I'm going to be honest. Then on the next play, second and 14, Deshaun Jackson, he gets a six-yard catch, but Patrick McCarry or McCarry, I'm sorry, he was hurt, so, but he did come back after a few minutes, then on the next play, third and eight, Duvernay, he gets a lucky catch after an almost sack, Lamar was almost sacked, but he was able to get the ball off in time, and Devin Duvernay, he gets a nice catch, but it wasn't enough, and Baltimore did have to be forced to punt, then Wilson, for the Broncos, he throws an incomplete second and 10. Both Chuck Clark and Patrick Queen get a nice stop. It's third and five. Marlon Humphrey gets uh, the push out of bounds, so that forces Denver to punt again. And then we're back on our side. Gus the bus, he gets a handoff for three. It's second and seven. And Lamar, he was sacked right at the end of the first quarter, and he was hurt, and he did not come back for the entire game.
the entire game. And that's just how the end of the first quarter. That's not even the second, halftime, third, or fourth. He got hurt, went down with a knee injury. He had to be helped off. He was walking under his own power, but he was limping once he got to the locker room watching the uh, footage from the cameras with a view of the locker room. And he ended up not coming back. And Tyler Huntley ended up being our quarterback for the rest of the game. And he was coming off cold turkey, you know, not touching the ball all season yet, not uh, getting any time to prep and warm up. This is kind of a spur of the moment, hey, get in there, you're in kind of step. So he had to go in cold turkey, and I'm not going to lie. He really did good. He actually did really good for just being a fresh, oh, okay, I guess I'm in. I guess it's me. So... Going through all that, Tyler Huntley, he's on third and 13. He passes to Devin DuVernay for 11. And that'll force another Baltimore punt after that. And after that, we will get to the next spot where Denver, they are just running their downs. We get stops as usual. You know, it's the usuals. Marcus Peters, Geno Stone, Kyle Hamilton. They're able to get those stops and force a Denver punt once again. It is Kenyon Drake who gains four on the first one. Mark Andrews gets a beautiful 22-yard catch. This was a great play. It's second and six. Tyler Huntley threw a nice 22-yard catch to Mark Andrews. So that was a very nice play there. Then Demarcus Robinson gets a five-yard pass. And that was that was good for some yards. Then Tyler Huntley, he has to take it himself. And he only gets two on that play. But no biggie. It's third and three. Devin DuVernay, you know what he does. You know how good he is. He gets the first down. Then it's second and five, and it is an incomplete pass to DuVernay from Huntley. But there was a flag on the play because of Denver and because of Broncos' defense. They got a roughing the passer call, which was able to get us that first down and get us some extra yards. Next play here, it's just a jet sweep, but it was a loss of one. Gain of two by Demarcus Robinson, third and nine here. Tyler Huntley takes it himself for two. So now, Justin Tucker, he has to kick his field goal, uses amazing leg power with five minutes, 55 seconds left in the half. We tie it up at 3-3 here. And then Lamar, they had announced that he was still in the locker room, but like I said, he didn't come back for the rest of the day. Then... Denver gets a pass over the middle, only for six. uh, Roquan Smith, he gets a backfield stop. It's third and five. Tyus Bowser knocks it down, swats that ball away, so then Denver has to punt once again. Tyler Huntley, he throws a crazy pass to Demarcus Robinson, but unfortunately it doesn't go anywhere. This one was wild, I'm going to be honest. This one was a crazy idea. Then on the next play, it's second and 10. Demarcus Robinson gains six. Then Justice Hill, he tries to go for it, but he can't go go anywhere on third and four so that we have to punt it again. Baltimore punted a lot yesterday, I'm going to be honest. They were punting that ball away like it was on fire and trying to get rid of it. And it it was really sad to see because we are usually a great third down team. Like we lead the league right now in third down conversions in our division. So I don't know what was going on yesterday. Things were not going very well. But after that, first and 10 Broncos, I'm the Bron- I keep, honestly guys and girls or gals or anybody who's listening, I oh, I for some reason keep almost saying the Browns every time I think Broncos. I don't know why. I got to be honest, it might be the colors of the jerseys or it might be because it starts with BRO, but that's just my very crazy brain. (laughs) Well, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to recap Baltimore. 
So now it is second and uh, second and eight, excuse me, because Denver went off sides with the two-minute warning. So now we back it up five yards. And Patrick Queen, he gets a nice stop after they only gained two yards. So now it's third and 11. And they somehow convert for 22 yards. And I'm going to be honest, once the latter half of the game got going, they started converting big yards. It's first and 10 on an incomplete. Second and 10, the Broncos only gained two. Then after that, uh, it's third and eight now. And the Broncos, they get it. The Ravens call a timeout for a possible turnover. But... And th- this was an interesting call because it lo- it-, it was weird. I don't even remember how to, like, describe it perfectly. Like, it was a weird thing because it looked like he didn't catch it. But they assured that uh, he made the catch, but he was short of the first down marker. So we were able to get a time- get our timeout back, which for some reason, I don't understand how they do it with their broadcasting. This is why I went to college so I can be a broadcaster because – Hopefully someday you won't have to hear my voice on a podcast. You'll hear me on actual television broadcasting for Baltimore. But we were able to get our timeout back, and they gave him back and then took it away again, which was weird. But no time for semantics because it's fourth and one. Denver tries to go for the hard count, but they can't, so they take a timeout. It's fourth and one, and they get a field goal going up 6-3 with 37 seconds left in the half. Baltimore... We go for it. We tr- we get a false start. Then it's first and 15. Mark Andrews, he gains 10 beautiful yards. We decide to take a timeout. It's second and five after the timeout to Deshaun Jackson. It's missed, unfortunately. Third and five. We try a pass complete to Isaiah Likely, and that goes. So that was perfect. Then we take our final timeout of the half, which, like I said, we got our timeout back, but they still took it away anyway, which is weird. So now it's first and 10. It's an incomplete to Mark Andrews, but in Denver, they take their second time out of the half. Now it's second and 10. Mark Andrews, he gets the first. He tries to spike it, but the clock expired before we could for half because we were trying to get that time to get a field goal, but we couldn't. So it's now halftime, and I'm going to be honest. We were, we needed to hold it. I was thinking this, like, we just need to hold our blocks better. We need to get to the line faster. And they had just mentioned that Lamar still hurt, no no news, no nothing. But we really were not having a good day yesterday, guys. I'm going to be honest. We somehow managed to pull the victory, which shout out to Justin Tucker, Tylen Huntley for getting those amazing field goals and getting that amazing touchdown. But it, uh, it was not looking good for us yesterday. I'm going to be honest. We were not having it. Because, like I said, our weak side linebackers, is we were having players drop like flies yesterday. People were getting hurt left and right. And it was, it was not it. I'm going to be honest. But that's just my halftime assessment. I know this is a different and weirder kind of episode. Just because, like I said, I don't really have much to say about this game. My, my attention was on the game. And taking all these notes to bring everybody everything, but my just my, my energy and my effort levels for wanting to have anything to say about this game are just not there because it was just it wasn't a good game. It wasn't the Baltimore team that we all know and love. So 
what kind of, uh, I don't want to say speed run the last half of the game or the second quarter, but, or th- not the second quarter, the second half, with like the third and fourth quarters, we'll kind of speed run them, but we're not going to like overly go ecstatic. But to bring you the bigger parts of it, when we get the ball back, it's set of da- first set of downs we get after some good handoffs, some good runs. And then, unfortunately, on third and three, a jet sweep. We are, after that, we're forced to punt. Broncos, they get the first. We get a good stop. That would be Roquan Smith. Denver, they then have to dump it away because they couldn't get anybody open. But there was a holding call on Marlon Humphrey. So that gave them a nice first down. Then Denver decides to take a timeout. They were about to get a penalty, but they had called a timeout beforehand. So... That happened somehow. It's I don't understand it, but that's just me. Now we're on third and nine. We're on second and nine. Chuck Clark gets a stop at the line. Now it's third and nine. Octavius Murray he picks up six, but he's still stopped short. So Denver has to punt once again. Then we're back on our side here. Demarcus Robinson gain a three. Duvernay. Gets thir- gets a 13-yard catch. That was a nice one. I'm not going to lie. That was a nice catch and a nice pass from Tyler Huntley to Devin DuVernay. So now it's first and 10. It's a handoff to Kenyon Drake for 12. Then Tyler Huntley, He and he, here's where we highlight some of those bad things. Tyler Huntley threw two picks yesterday, both caught by Simmons on Denver. And I'm not going to blame... Actually, yes, I am. Tyler Huntley. I I know he came in cold turkey. I know he hasn't touched the ball much this season, or at all this season, I should say, and he had to come into the game cold turkey. But these were two plays where it was obvious he was not hitting his own receiver. The first one I'll give him because Simmons kind of just came out of nowhere. But the second one I I can't give him because it, it was way too obvious. Everybody saw it happen before it even started. But on this one here is where he threw his first pick. Then we have to switch it back. So then on the next play, we go through another set of Denver downs. And they go first and 10 from Loctavius Murray. He gets two yards. Then on the second and eight, Jason Pierre-Paul. He, or, yeah, I said that right. Um, I... I Lost my mind for a second. He gets a great stop and ends up forcing a loss of two yards. Then it's back to third and ten. Geno Stone and Patrick Queen, they get a good stop after a couple yards. So then the Broncos go for another field goal, and it's now 9-3. We're now trailing by a full touchdown here. And things are looking scary. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So now it's first and ten for us. No gain. And then it goes back to second and ten. And Tyler Huntley, he has to take it himself. And th- this was nice. He took it himself and got a great first down. So now it's first and 10 again. Gus the bus Edwards. He gets a yard. Demarcus Robinson gained 10 on this play. So that's the first down plus an extra one. Kenyon Drake on three. Second and seven. Prochet, he gains two. Third and five. We try a hard count to end the third quarter. Couldn't get him to go. So that is what it is. But now we are into the final quarter here. So on third and five. Isaiah Likely, he picks up three, and then we decide to go for it on fourth and two, which this is one of those risky decisions, and even the announcers like, that. that's a risky decision. Like, it's fourth and two, we're in our own spot, but Tyler Huntley, he did it himself. 
Couldn't get up the middle, so he ran the outside, got those two yards, and that's all we needed. So now we got a fresh set of downs. It's first and 10. Demarcus Robinson, he gets the first. Then another one, it is first and 10. Kenyon Drake, he throws, or he runs and gains three here. But on the next play, and even like the announcers, I just made the mistake in blaming Tyler Huntley. It was a double toss pass, double toss from Tyler Huntley to Mark Andrews, who tossed it back to J- uh, Prochet, who threw a pick in the end zone to Simmons. I did what Tyler Hunt, what the announcers did, and accidentally blamed Tyler Huntley. I apologize to him, but th- this was horrible, and I I say that with the utmost succession of horrible because it, it was a bad throw it wasn't a bad throw like it was a nice throw but it was a bad read of the defense and a bad read of these of the routes like I understand Prochet isn't a quarterback but he definitely did not read his receivers right he did not read that play at all and it, it turned over in our own end zone so now on first and 10 Denver gets five second and five they convert first and 10 Geno St- uh, Roquan Smith, I apologize, not Geno Stone. Roquan Smith gets a nice stop, but Kyle Hamilton get did get hurt, and he had to get walked off, and he had to take a couple plays off. But he will come back as well. So then it's second and 10. Justin Houston gets a stop. Third and 10. Owe and Smith both get a double-team sack on this one, so that was beautiful to see. I'm going to be honest with you guys. That was a nice one. It's now Denver punting the ball away. We're back on our side here. First and 10. Kenyon Drake, he gains four. Tyler Huntley is unfortunately sacked for a loss of six, so now it's third and 12. And he ran it himself for seven, but there was a holding call on us, so we had to punt the ball away. We had to lose those yards that we had already lost. So now Denver, they gain four, but Patrick Queen was hurt on this play. And and again, got got hurt, but did come back. And like I said earlier... Our team was just dropping like flies, like every other play on both sides of the ball. Somebody got hurt, and it was getting nerve-wracking because it's like we're, we only have so many people that we know what we know of what their skills are. So if we drop any further, we're pulling up third-string practice squad guys. And without them touching the field very much except for practice, this could get bad and this could get ugly. But like I said, Queen, he did come back. But now it's second and six, and they get a 31-yard completion pass. And this one, this one really broke my heart. So now on the next set of downs, it's first and ten. Uh, Roquan Smith, I keep trying, keep wanting to say Geno Stone. Roquan Smith, he got the stop, and that was the play where Kyle Hamilton did come back. So, and that was actually courtesy of Roquan Smith, a loss of two yards. So on second and twelve, they throw an incomplete. And then again, which I don't understand why they move them up a random yard. So now it's third and 11, and they try a deep pass, and that is also incomplete. So they have to punt the ball away once again. Then Tyler Huntley on the next set of plays, he takes himself for a gain of four. Second and six, Isaiah Likely, gain of five, but then Isaiah Likely got hurt. It's And again, like I said, it's crazy that everybody's just getting hurt. But it's third and one. Gus the Bus Edwards, he's short and stopped right at the line. So now it's fourth and one. This is that risky decision. Again, fourth and one. But Mark Andrews, being Mark, being a tank, he gets it. And that this is, again, like they were saying, that, that's a risky decision. You're in your own territory. You have a chance to turn that ball over and give them 
great field position to get a touchdown and put that game away. But we got luckies on the next set of downs. Prochet, he gains six. Second and four, we throw an incomplete to Justice Hill. And there was a flag on the play, ineligible man downfield by us. So now it's second and nine. And... Mark, he goes for it on four, and they ended up catching a personal foul, not on us, but on Denver because they ended up getting a helmet-to-helmet call, and man, did that ever help us out. That gave us not just the first down, but 15 yards. It it was crazy. Uh, Thankfully, Mark was okay, no head injury, no nothing, but we got lucky on that. So on the next play, it's first and 10. Tyler Huntley tried to go for it. Nothing. Justice Hill, he gets a gain of six. So now we're at the two-minute warning here. It's third and four. There was a flag on the play, pass interference. So that gave us what we needed to get some yards. So now it's first and 10. Justice Hill stopped the line. Second and set, second and 10. Isaiah Likely, he got the first. Tyler Huntley, he gains three. And we're in the last minute. We're in the last minute 19 here. Second and seven. Kenyon Drake, he gains four, minute 13 left. Third and three, Drake gains a yard, so we're stopped here. We take a timeout. And this, this was the risky decision. And I know I said it, like fourth downs, if you go for it, that's risky. But this one here, you have a minute left in the game, and you're still down by a touchdown. It's fourth and two. Tyler Huntley, he fakes the handoff. He sold the fake so well and drew everybody across. And he ends up getting the first down with some with three yards in total. So he was able to get out and end up getting the first. So now it's a first and ten. And it's a pickup of twelve by Drake. Cause here here's what happened. He Tyler Huntley pump faked it to Drake and ended up having to actually pass it to him and ended up getting him so good. And now we're on first and goal. Tyler Huntley took it himself and he got the touchdown. He got the touchdown, man. And this is where this is where this game happened. This is where it happened. Justin Tucker, he got us a field goal, put us up 10-9 with less than a minute left. So now uh Seymour from Baltimore on our special teams. He got his third special teams tackle yesterday. Third. Three in that game. It, the three that were tackled for the three times they ended up getting the sending the special teams, he got the tackle. So shout out to him for that. So now it's first and ten. And this is where things were getting crazy. Denver converted fir- first downs three times, twi- or twice in a row with having three first and tens, and they take a timeout with eight seconds left. Next play, they pick up four, so now it's second and six, and they attempt a 63-yard field goal, and they are short, way short, and that's what ends the game, putting us at 10-9 for victory over the Denver Broncos in week 13. And yes, that was a, again, disappointing factor, disappointing game, because... I don't really know what else to say. I don't know how to think about it. It was our players were not handling blocking assignments. We were not getting we were not running the proper routes. We were not doing what we need to on defense and giving up easy yards. But at the end of the day, I know it, I I know poor presentation is what they focus on and that was definitely poor presentation, but in my mind as a regular fan, trying to see this team catch another Super Bowl or get even for, get to the playoffs, a win is a win. 
And even though it was a low-scoring win, we still walked away with the victory on our own home field at M&T Bank Stadium. And all I have to say is, despite it not being a great game and a pretty low performance, we walked away with a victory. That's all I got to say. But with that being said... And like I was saying, with that being said, we are going to just wrap up the entire thing here. I know this was a shorter episode than my standard, about an hour, maybe longer. But like I said, I don't really have too much to say about the game because, yeah, we walked away with the victory. And I'll always take a Baltimore victory over anything, but it just it wasn't Baltimore football like we know and love it. So... Like I said before, I'm just going to wrap it up here as we move to Pittsburgh next week to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers at their stadium for week 14. Thank you all for listening. As usual, you know me. I'm Anthony Propes, your host here on Baltimore Talk. Thank you for listening.